if you came up to me and said, John, uh, do you want to discuss stereotypes with me? I would assert myself, get real serious and say, through what lens? And then I think you would say, what do you, what do you mean lens? And I'd be like, well, like analytical, like critical, like just the word stereotype, what lens? And then you would give your answer. And then I would just take it my completely own direction and be like, look, as far as I'm concerned with stereotypes, that word, there's really only one stereotype that I can confirm. Um, and it is that the DMV is absolutely terrible. It's terrible. I would go on a bit of a two to three minute rant. And then I don't, what happens next, I can't tell you, but I will say this, everyone, the DMV is terrible. I was, I literally a couple weeks ago, I had to go there and uh, register a vehicle and uh, change title. And when you hear registration and when you hear DMV, I think you're usually thinking about, it's going to start off with a two to three hour process at the DMV. And then through processing, the final result is going to be about a, a, a two week ordeal. And you know you you can settle on that as much as you want. You can kind of come to terms with that as much as you want, but it's never gonna, it's never gonna be something you're okay with. I think personally. Um, well, anyway, I, I went to the DMV a couple weeks ago, and I, I get in. It's about a thirty minute wait to get up to the information desk, um, and at that thirty minute wait, I'm kind of looking around. I'm checking it out. It was packed, and that, that's probably my mistake. I went around one p.m., but it was packed. In my 30-minute wait, I heard, I think, two numbers yelled. So I heard two people get called up to be assisted. And they, they were actually yelled. They didn't have a PA system. It was kind of odd. But no PA system. They were just being, numbers were just being yelled everywhere. And when someone's yelling in a closed space, I, that's, it's just not calming whatsoever. There, there was a subtle murmur in the background, kind of like white noise. It was, it was a murmur you would get in high school where the, the freshman gets pregnant and then word gets out, and as they walk through the halls the first day back after the news is broke, there's that murmur. Everyone's watching them just kind of murmuring to their friends in the locker room, kind of holding their textbooks over their chest, walking head down. And then when the bell rings, everyone walks the exact opposite. I'm describing the movie Juno. Everyone walks the exact opposite way. That's the murmur that was there, and that was a bit of an odd energy at the DMV. But I, anyway, I get to the, I'm in my 30-minute wait, and I get to the front, and I'm basically told that I can't be assisted today. I had to get some sort of smog check, um, DEQ assessment. It was odd, I, and I, I was frustrated. Um, and so I left. Days passed, time goes by, and I wasn't actually able to go to the DMV for a little bit because of work. And I, I, I was just thinking, look, I'm going to block out an entire day. I don't know how long this is going to be. Uh, begrudgingly, I, I kind of put it off. At, not procrastinating is not a good way to put it. I just didn't want to go, but as, you know, I had to take action. So I, I blocked off a day. I went and I got that smog checked, and then I went back to the DMV. First thing I noticed, I pull up. I'd say it was a overall trip wise, you know, from smog to DMV. You're looking at something around an hour. I remember, you know, I, I hear my Google Maps telling me my destination is on my right, but it was so odd because I'm pulling up to this parking lot that had that had four cars in it. But the building in the background said DMV. And that doesn't make any sense. It was not packed. And I'm thinking, is this a trick? Did everyone take public transportation? Is there issues with cars? That might be why they're at the DMV. But I, I end up parking really close. I get out, I grab my papers, and I walk into the DMV. Uh, I, I, I don't, I, I want to be credible 
and I, and I think I'm credible when I say the fact that there was literally four people at the DMV, but look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh things out. Let's see if the process is any better. I hop in a line with no people. I am now interacting face-to-face with the person at the information desk. I'm getting no sassy remarks about my lack of organization. I'm told, get a number, get a ticket. I get a ticket. I'm looking at 35. The number, I kid you not, the number on the screen says 33. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's still, they got to assist with 33 and then 34. That might be an hour. I plant myself in a plastic chair, middle of the floor, uh, my right leg gingerly going over my left. It was early in the morning. I wasn't really loose yet. And I take out my phone. I try scrolling on Twitter, but the signal was bad. Uh, I would be lying if I didn't swipe down twice and I got that kind of pinwheel before I heard the number 35. I don't even remember hearing 34. The phone goes back in the pocket. The leg almost reversed gingerly comes out, kind of helping open up the hip a bit. I gather my belongings and I make my way to the designated window where I would be assisted. First thing I noticed, the guy who was going to help me, he looked very similar to the, uh, it's the person who plays the dad on SNL. I don't know if he's like a famous, famous actor, so I don't know if I name dropped it. Anyone would know. I don't know his name. Um, Basically, you know, when I see from waist up, he looks like he could be a substitute history teacher. But for some reason, I felt like there might be a little bit more to this, to this government employee. I look downstairs, I'm now staring at a pair of khakis. But below them, Nike's on his feet, and they weren't monarchs. They weren't. I, I don't know what they were. But something about those shoes told me this guy might play pickup basketball at the wreck. All of a sudden, there might be a little common ground here. He's got a wedding ring on, his hair, not product, it's naturally going back. And he was a very nice guy. He was good, polite. He was efficient. He was helping me out. I asked him loads of questions. For some reason in the field, when I would put my name down, I have to put my last name um, and then my first name and then my middle name. But I, when I read it, it just made sense. If my last name, wouldn't we, I, wouldn't we go last, middle, first? And so I, I messed up a, a form completely. And then he actually filled it out for me. And I don't know if that was a lot of a lack of patience because there's no one behind me or he just felt for me. Either way, it was, I appreciate the gesture. Overall, it was a very positive experience. I didn't know the DMV didn't get packed. I thought it always, you know, from sunup to sundown, I thought it was packed. Eight to five, it's going to be booked. And I, I thought if you go to the DMV, expect to be there for at least two hours. I was in and out of this DMV in 20 minutes. Um, I, I don't know if there was some sort of misinformation as regards to the hours of operation. I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if I just got lucky. Um, I was there at 9 a.m. You'd think people would be up and at them by then. It was a Tuesday. I'm not going to complain. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting assisted by this guy. Uh, he's helped me out with all this information, and I'm looking kind of around me, and I can't help but draw uh, a weird parallel a striking similarity. Uh, for those of you who have ever rented textbooks from your university, and before I dive in, I'm aware it's cheaper to do online elsewhere. I'm aware it's going to be more expensive at the university, but I want to be honest, if I'm going to complain about water damage, I'd rather do it face-to-face than over an email. And so, just and also I can go and drop it off in person. But I remember you know, the last day of school at university when you're dropping off those textbooks, let's just say, I mean, in my case, we're, we're looking early May. You've taken your finals, and this is kind of the last thing you got to do. You, you don't want to incur any extra fines. You don't have to pay any extra money already. So you find yourself going to the bookstore. Timing-wise, it's very similar to the DMV. 
If I go too late, I'm going to be in there for at least an hour and a half. The last thing I want to see is people lining up into the sweatshirt section. If, they're, if, if people are lined up near the, let's call it toiletry area, near the calculator area, at least where my bookstore is configured, it's a zigzag line. And if you can keep people in those parameters, it's not going to be a long wait. But more often than not, a little bit of overflow. We start making our way into the Jansport section near the sweatpants, near the hats. And on a very, very, very bad day, we're wrapping all the way to the front window around the Nike section. When that line hits the Nike section, they should have a website kind of updating you on your wait time. You're looking two hours and 15 minutes. Let's take a moment to appreciate my university, uh, understanding that people want to wear Nike over Jansports. We're putting that at the front window. Well done. I applaud you. But the, the point being... You know, I, I, I can recall that the first time I went to the DMV, you know, two weeks ago, it was very similar. I, I want to say it was my sophomore year, and I found myself kind of flirting in between the Jansport and Nike region. And when your phone's at like 7% juice-wise, you don't really know anyone around you. Your underclassmen still kind of looking, not intimidated, but you're not comfortable yet. It's just not a fun time. Considering the fact that you already have been writing a lot, but now you have to carry... 12 pounds of material for 90 minutes, it's not a good time. That's not a good time. You just want to be back at the dorm, half packing, half drinking, kind of celebrating the end of the year. And you're also aware that the school, you know, the cafeteria, the food areas, they're going to be closing down at four. So that adds a little bit of anxiety. You're already a little sleep deprived. It's just not a, a good time. But this most recent DMV experience, very similar to my senior year in college. I took my last final on a Tuesday night. It means I slept in on Wednesday. And if the last day is not till Thursday, I can milk it. I can go get a little coffee at the cafe prior. I got my books. I only had three of them. They, they were paperback too. It wasn't really that big of a deal weight-wise. Uh, I remember getting it up to the door of the bookstore. And it's the same kind of vacuum system we touched on with my new dentist. So if I open one door, have to go through the next, it's kind of that um, quarantine, that chamber. I don't want to. I don't want to make myself sound like a better person than I am, but I'm pretty sure I opened the door for someone as they were leaving. Um, and I also did this with books in my hands. Uh, Clark Kentish of me, but no, I, I walk into the bookstore. There might have been five people in there, two of which were employees of the bookstore. I have literally no wait time. I can take my time. I can kind of breeze through the books. I can look at basically all the clothes that I never really bought. I can make my way past the Burt Bees section, that little station of Burt Bees. I can pick up a vanilla bean chapstick. I can almost put it in my pocket, then quote unquote, forget about it. But I don't. I make the conscious decision to put it back. Um, I mean, at this point, I've seen everything I really want to see. I make my way to the line. There's two people in front of me. I'm looking at the books. There's no water damage to defend at this point. It's my senior year. I've learned from my mistakes and I get up to the front, I a quick crack a joke or two, maybe with the person kind of taking my books. I've seen them before. They've done this before. I think we're aware of each other. No fees, no fines. Quick handshake and I'm out the door. And that was my DMV experience. This DMV experience, I didn't go back to the house. I didn't start celebrating. Actually, my senior year, I had pneumonia and was antibiotic, so I didn't do much of the celebrating. But the the, the point being... This past DMV experience had me feeling like I was graduating college again. Um, and that's, that's, that's pretty solid. Everyone, here's my thing. I touched on stereotypes in the beginning of this episode. And I was saying, you know, the DMV is a terrible place. 
I'm just going to sit back in this leather chair right now. I'm going to, I'm going to swallow some pride and I'm going to say that uh, I had a great time at the DMV yesterday and it was a complete fluke. That's never happening again. That was weird. That, I'm happy, but that was weird. <laughs>